At Kroger, we believe local produce shouldn't be hard to find. That's why we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring the fresh produce you love to our stores. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Come pick out some yourself, because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The Nerdgasm Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thought Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today, and now, feel the Nerdgasm. And welcome back to the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Wagon Zero, and welcome to the Pop Culture Pow Wow. We have a great panel for you today. We have the man with the plan if you need him, Yosazam, Mr. A&E. What's going on, everybody? And then we have, as uh, Mr. A&E like to say, the man, the myth, and the reality. Q-Flow, Flow the Rookie. What's going on, everybody? We are here. Yes, we are here, and we are giving you a great episode of the Nerdgasm Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a good amount, but before that, how are you guys doing? Are we doing? I'm doing good. Why do y'all act shocked every time I ask how y'all doing? I don't want to talk over nobody, that's why. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I I, I always get thrown into the thing and be like, you know... I take the mantle and just run with it. I'm like, I try to put somebody else over. No, no, no you, you take the mantle and just like, it's like, yo, I there was a grip in my hand. I'm literally passing it to you. You're like, nah, yeah. I, I don't think I should take the mantle right now. I'm like, you, 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 you have it. What? But, uh, well, I'm doing good, though. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I hope you are doing good, Q. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I'm finally on a break from a lot of music things uh no interview oh actually no i got an interview on monday never mind but i'm still doing great regardless uh you, you <laughs> monster hunter rise slight stunt Mon- on us like monster hunter rises monster hunter rise came out yesterday and i've been enjoying it that was, that a was, lot that was a small flex he just did i ain't got an interviews any t- oh wait i got one tomorrow you know well i just remembered i got one on monday with my yeah, cousin saying, but um you asked me how i was doing you asked me how i was doing i'm letting you know how me i'm and doing Jay-Z for dinner you know what i'm saying we we going to uh the double tree he told me i should have took the ten thousand dollars but it's all good <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean i didn't want to let llc twitter down you know <laughs> he said he said uh he see me working we moving you know what i'm saying Saw big bro. Yeah, I mean they told they sent me they sent me my stemmy. I told them just take out the fourteen hundred. I'm built different. <laughs> I'd rather hustle. <laughs> I'd rather hustle out the mud. <laughs> that was the dumbest post I ever seen. I oh my soul, brother! That was the dumbest post I ever seen in my life. But yes, uh, we got a great episode for you today. We're going to be talking about a good amount. We're going to be talking about the Suicide Squad trailer. Uh, Pierce Bronson as Doctor Fate. The Ayer cuts uh, Suicide Squad and WB versus the directors. But first, Black Widow has finally have a release date, and this may be the last time we get to talk about the Black Widow movie until the review which I'm happy about. I am so happy about it. The movie will be coming out July 9th, and it will also be coming to uh, Disney Plus if you have the um, the premiere package, I believe it's called. I, oh, so. I have that already. I, I, I bought that for Rhea and the Last Dragon. 
Now I better get the I better have a premiere package. They talking about raising the price on me by a dollar. <laughs> now, quick question: Is the you on your world tour? You talking about a dollar? No <laughs> <laughs> man. Every 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 nigga out there got that Biden bucks. You be all right. <laughs> I ain't see a Biden buck yet. <laughs> um. Now for the premiere package, do you just purchase like like what is it? Or are you purchasing so, a key for the movie, or is you're purchasing a ver- a version of Disney Plus where you could get all those movies? That is what is still to be seen because I, I was thinking the same thing. But usually when they had they tried to premiere actually they didn't work too much for Mulan, and I wasn't going to do that for Mulan either. But for Raya, I was like, you know what, I want to see this. If Raya actually did better for Disney. When they had to prepare access, people bought more into it. That's why I think help Black Widow to do this because people, if if it's a movie they want to see, they will pay it. Because I, I was saying to myself, if me and three and both my kids go to movie theaters, I'm spending over thirty dollars anyway. Right, right. So I might as well just buy, buy, pay it right now, and we could pop our own popcorn watching on, on the living floor. Now, hopefully, I, I would think that the premiere access after paying for it, it'll be for the whole thing. But once again, it probably isn't. It's probably just probably just probably just buying for a kid because you got to think for them to make money, especially with Black Widow coming out. Like me personally, I would spend three hours to see Black Widow. I mean, me personally, I think they way too late, but right. I I do believe that because um with how all the Marvel stuff is going right now, I think Black Widow would have did better before the Marvel shows came out. Most likely, I, I and I, I really feel I'm not saying it's going to do bad numbers, but I, I'm just saying that since we're going backwards with Black Widow. Mm-hmm. If that would have been the first MCU thing to hit, I think that would have did great numbers. But now, since we have seen WandaVision, we are in literally by the time this comes out, we'll be done Falcon and Winter Soldier. We'll be damn near done Loki. So we will be actually well into this uh, phase four or whatever Marvel's trying to do. Mm-hmm. And to the point where anything else, and it, everybody's going to be. Itching for Spider Man and itching for Doctor Strange Two, which Spider Man's later Christmas this year, which I didn't even think that was going to happen, but it's Christmas this year and this uh, Doctor Strange is in March, so to the point where I'm not looking backwards. There's nothing that, that there's nothing that Black Widow's going to do unless it really blowed out the water to the point where it's like I don't need to go backwards. We know that this character is dead, right? And right. this movie has to take place before in in the middle between you know uh, Civil War and Infinity War or Endgame, whatever, whatever, whatever the case may be. So that's the that, that's where I'm I'm at right now with it. But it's probably just going to be the premiere access where you, you get you get the key, and that's what's going to happen with it. So no, yeah, that that's how I feel like it's going to do. Um, because I, I I didn't want to pay thirty dollars for the Raya and the Last Dragon because I felt unsure about that movie for some reason. It, it really great. is a good movie, though. Yeah, the trailer looked great, and I was like, I, I feel like I, I felt more confident in waiting for that movie to get on uh, to be released on Disney Plus than to paying for it. But I feel I, I'm going to pay for this. I'm going to pay for this Black Widow movie because this is a movie I've been waiting for to see, and I just, you know, I've been I'm I'm trying to just continue this Marvel train. We've been going strong so far, but I understand that a lot of people, because of your point that they may not want to pay for this because this, this is literally going backwards instead of forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the biggest Scarlett Johansson fan on this podcast, I, I'm sure you have some great words to say about this. 
Where they at? I, I, I knew you was gonna say that. Are oh, you talking about me? Yeah. Yes. I'm the biggest. You. We, we wow. all know you. And you was ride or die for Scarlett keyword, Johansson. Keyword was. Hey, no, no, you still in that circle. Was. You still in that circle. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> Mr. A and E said when the phase was over. The standing was over. Nope, nope, nope. Yep, 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 nope, yep, nope. Yep, yep. You're still he there. Said, You're still no, there. I, I am not. I am not. You coon. Nah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm um, not the one that's I, <laughs> Neither am I. He took it back to the 20th century. He said, right. called him at a cow. I don't know. I, I low key forgot about this film. I'm not going to lie until I saw the announcement. I don't I don't I personally don't know if I'm gonna pay to see it. I'll probably wait, but I don't I don't know. When this come out in July. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I'm saying so we're gonna be well into phase four, but with, with Loki, Falcon Water Soldier will be done, and then we already been through WandaVision. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure. See, I was wait the one movie I was waiting for got delayed, but that is what it is. Uh that Shang Chi joint that got delayed, but yeah, I think so. September was it? Yeah, of this year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't. mm. Which is yeah. Uh It's it's like it. These these are weird placements for, especially when I mean they showed us the roadmap for Phase Four, but it's still quite unclear. Honestly, bro. You know, we'll talk about it later. Go ahead. But yeah, uh, I'm yeah, I'm I'm not. I don't know. I I doubt I'm gonna actually pay to see this joint, but we'll see what happens when July comes. I I could I could change my mind. Right. I look. I still want to see this movie. I I want to see Taskmaster in action. Hopefully, we can get like a, something great out of it, and you know, just something to push forward the rest of these movies because we we still got Eternals that I don't think got delayed yet. I think that's, I ain't seen nothing about that getting delayed. Yeah, I didn't see anything about Eternals getting delayed. Spider Man is coming out the end of the year, which is shocking to me somehow. Um, I thought it was gonna be next year. I didn't know it was about this year. Yeah, I heard like around Christmas time. Because I, from what I heard, they finished wrapping up. From this might be a scene, but um, from what I understand, they might be finished wrapping up the film. Mm. So, and Sony just likes to throw stuff out there. When it comes to movies, they just like to edit and throw it out. So, we'll, look, we'll see. I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll see. But, uh, yeah, July 9th is when um, Black Widow come out. And also the Cruella DeVille movie. That's coming to Disney Plus as well. I didn't see a date for that, unfortunately, though. But uh, Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, yeah. Next, Ghost of Tsushima is getting a movie. Now, we do, good. we do not need this whatsoever. At all. We do not need it. And I said that as soon as I like read the article. I was like, we don't need a John... Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. We don't need a Ghost of Tsushima movie. Then I heard the director of John Wick is going to be a part of this movie. And I was like, okay, now I want it. Now I want this movie. This sounds... Um, what, what? I don't know. I, 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 I hold on. Which did the same guy who directed all John, all the John Wick movies, do, yeah, is doing it? Yeah, from what I read, they said the same uh, director is going to uh, from John Wick is going to be doing the Ghost of Tsushima movies. 
Now I see where I see where you're going, Mister A. E. But ain't he like two for two for three? Mm, With the no, John Wick films, from what I saw, he's three for three because the action is fantastic in John Wick. Oh, but I thought I, th- I thought nobody liked the uh, John the second John Wick movie. I the it's acting the weakest was, in my yeah, the weakest. The acting was atrocious, but uh, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. Oh, all right. I, I, me personally, I was um. It's one thing to to see. It's one thing to direct a John Wick movie that doesn't require a lot. Mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima, even though you played the game for what I've seen, requires a lot. And when I mean a lot, I mean dialogue, story, interest, action, precision. You do. You you're going on a whole culture here. And on top of all that, it's a video game. Mm-hmm. And it's everything where it gets in. This man's claim to fame is on, all he did was the, the John Wick movies. Mm-hmm. And once again, you're directing Keanu Reeves, okay, which is like, you know, it's just an action guy anyway. I'm not directing Keanu Reeves to get an Oscar. <laughs> and uh, when it comes to storytelling and different things of that nature, it's plain. There really is no straight, pure John Wick substance storytelling in the John Wick movies. Basically, we see Keanu Reeves have a resurgence in having a violent, kick-ass match because literally, if you think about it, it's the same shit in everything movies, and we love it. And I have no problem with it. I, have, I ain't going to have a problem with the fourth one or the fifth one. I'm just saying because I enjoy it, but that's all that needs. Ghost of Shima looks like it, it needs care when it comes to stuff like that. So I don't necessarily, I mean, I hope, you know, he uh, it can, it can do good. Mm-hmm. But once again, I don't know. I, I don't want somebody that is going to uh, appreciate the culture. Okay. No. Yeah. You, I see where you're, I see where you're at now that you're completely right. Uh, we need someone, especially with the samurai culture, because for, when they, um, when the, uh, the game was shipped to Japan, they were like Japanese people were saying, like this is completely accurate to our culture. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait! You talking about ghosts? Because I heard it was Chinese, not Japanese. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Chinese. Um, it was very accurate to the culture there. Like they were praising it to how accurate they were getting it with a lot of the samurai. Um, because um, Sucker Punch did a lot of the studying and stuff for this movie. Now. Is it to say that Sucker Punch is going to help out with this? There's no telling. There's no telling whatsoever. The one thing I'm worried about is that Sony likes to announce they have um, they have movies which are following their video game properties, but a lot of them don't come to fruition. Now, we had that one Ratchet & Clank movie, which I enjoyed. A lot of people didn't. I thought it was just, you know, it did this job. You're not supposed to have a... Ex- it, Ratchet & Clank is not going to get an Oscar. But then mm-hmm. you had um, Sly Cooper, which had a trailer put out, which looked great in CGI, and then nothing happened with it. And then we got The Last mm-hmm. of Us, which is still going. Like, we, was, we announced The Last of Us during the first game that there was going to be a TV show. And they're still working on it. We also got Uncharted, which has been in production for God knows how long. And now we have this, which is like, I need to see some type of certainty. Certainty. 
when it comes to Sony video game properties having movies. Because as of right now, it's looking like they're just throwing the they're just throwing something to the wall and seeing what stick, seeing what sticks. Would you uh, like? Would you? You wouldn't want them to, to mess this game up too, like because I, I was thinking of a director. Like you, you, you ever heard of a director by the name of a uh, Ang Lee? I probably have. Wait, I think yeah, I heard of his name. I mean, I'm not saying he's the greatest director neither. But uh, however, he did Crush Tiger, Hit Dragon. Yeah, he I did, saw that. He did, he did Life of Pi. Um, yeah, uh, Gemini Man. You know, he he, he has done those movies. I, 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 me personally, when it comes to these kind of movies, I am looking for representation because that does matter. And I ain't just talking about representation in the uh, on on screen. I'm talking about it when it comes to outside, you know, behind the scenes as well. Right. No. So I. I, I yeah, so that's you know a uh, uh, kind of thing that you know I, I think when it comes to that, it's it's really about uh, handling the source material very well. Okay, it's not just because people look at Ghost of Shima and just look at action. I think I think Ghost of Shima is way more than just an action game. Right. Yeah, the story was beautiful. The story was amazing. It's, it, again, I'll say it's the best game I played in uh, twenty twenty. Especially with the, like certain just the side characters and the stories and all that, it was phenomenal. And mm-hmm. you you are right. This does need that. This does this needs to be story driven rather than action driven. Um, also, when you say Ang Lee, I would never, rec- I would never say Gemini Man in this catalog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I that was such an know, awkward. It, <laughs> like, I knew if I said if I said Jim and I mean I would have brought on Q Flow. I was just like, man. Yes, I, so, I don't. I don't know why. Said, I thought Bad Boys was what Gemini Man tried to be. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was like I, we put out two great like Crouching Tiger, Hitting Dragon, Life of Pi, Gemini Man. <laughs> like, ah, that's <laughs> yeah. That that scene of Will Smith fighting himself still haunts me because of how animated it was. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't yeah, even right. just how animated. It was that it was animated in 120 frames per second. And it was like, yo, this looks fake. But <laughs> that yeah, I, I digress. I digress. Next, the Suicide Squad trailer. Now, Mr. Amy, you done your reaction to that? Make sure you check it out on the Nerd Coalition Studios channel. Um, I'm happy that we got a red band trailer for this. Um, now I'll, I'll get into uh, Mr. Andy on what you thought about it. It didn't need to be red band to me. It didn't need to be red. Uh, okay, let's do it this way. I felt two ways about this trailer. One, I loved it, and two, I hated it. Mm-hmm. Because number one, this is Petty by Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers release. They have been doing little, little slides up to compete with uh, Falcon Winter Soldier every single Friday. And they have been, they tossed this out there as soon as the air cut hashtags and the Restored Snyderverse stuff has been blowing them up the past week. Mm-hmm. And this is, a, this is a harsh sign that they want you to move on. Now, with that being said, I watched the trailer. I had fun with the trailer. Mm-hmm. It was great. And I am disappointed a little bit because I'm just like, all right, we going, 
this 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 new wave of DC. I mean, I, I have faith in James Gunn and, and what it, and what it is. I mean, I, I I hope it has some kind of I don't want to say seriousness to it, but you know, the, the Suicide Squad is kind of like. Remember how we talked about how Thor Ragnarok it was a it was a more comedy movie, but it was a very dark film, right? Yeah, in concept of it. That's what Suicide Squad is. You you got these inmates who are literally are you know exposable. You know what I'm saying? These these men and women can die doing this kind of uh, mission. And I, I once again, I gotta know what the mission is. But from what I've seen, it looked cool. I mean, of course, when they had to, to in my opinion, you know, I like the King Shark stuff. Seeing you know King Shark, you know, be kind of bloody and everything like that. But then, to the jokes was not. Not all of them was landing with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge fan. Y'all know I'm a fan of John Cena. I met John Cena. Very nice guy. Some things was just, and I was like, wait, why is he getting his own show? Yeah, I don't know. Because the whole Peacemaker thing was not clicking to me in this movie. And, I mean, am I glad to see Itch's album? Yeah, I, but I do miss Big Will. Yeah, I do too. I'm not, I'm not even going to hold you on that one. And Harley Quinn's the front runner of this. Yeah. She's going to sell this, and I was just like, I want, I'm like I said, I really enjoy it, but I I still want it to be its own thing, not to just be the Marvel formula, mm-hmm. because if that's the case, that just shows that DC it, it has been proven, or or, or what us is saying that DC just can't make it on its own, which bothers me. So yeah, you know, I, I I am a little upset, especially when they put this trailer out and kind of like force this thing because this ain't gonna come out till August. Right. It took us six months to get a Mortal Kombat trailer, and they come out next month. But this thing come out in August, and we get this trailer now. It, 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 is that kind of ironic? I mean, if, if I feel bad for David Ayer, which, which we, we, we will get into, mm-hmm. but as of right now, as the trailer as a whole, I enjoyed the trailer. It, it really, I mean, like I said, some of the jokes didn't go over with me. I'm curious to see how it goes. I'm glad to see Viola Davis back. Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it, it, it's kind of like a sequel slash reboot type thing. That's why I'm like, what is this a reboot or a sequel? That's why I'm confused on. Well, it, it's 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 looking like it's a. I thought it was a reboot with some of the same actors getting their jobs back. Like, I, mean, I was it, very it, confused. <laughs> like it, it it looks like because I say because I I'm reading it's, like, it's kind of like a mixture of a sequel and a little bit of a reboot because once again we don't have that shot. We don't have Diablo because you know he died in the, the, the other one, right. and then you know so and then Joker broke out Harley Quinn. So and then we we had the whole thing with Birds of Prey. She's on her own. So depending on how this thing starts off, we don't got Urban Youth uh, <laughs> Killer Croc. Yeah, Killer Croc. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, we, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We ain't got kind of Urban Youth Killer Croc though. But I'm just like, but there, there are. But this, this is what Suicide Squad should be though. Mm-hmm. It should be. Like when we when you're doing a sequel of something like the Suicide Squad, it's not like Avengers or Justice League. You're supposed to pick different people out. Even if James comes to do a third one, it to me you you keep the principal people of the cast and you pick somebody. You got to pick somebody else because that's the point of Suicide Squad. You got to pick up these obscure characters to just destroy. You know what I'm saying? And they, and they are expendable. So I do like right. that. That's why I, I still believe it's especially when it's called the Suicide Squad. When the first one was called Suicide Squad. So, I mean, I, I, of course, I'm going to see it. I'm a Harley Quinn fan. I, I like some of Suicide Squad comics. The New 52 run did not do good, but uh, it is what it is on that one. But, yeah, I mean, for, as a trailer alone, it was cool. Right. Um, 
I thought the trailer was pretty good. Now, I know you said you were uh, hoping, like, uh, James Gunn didn't, don't, like, out-comedy this. Uh, but to that, I say, James Gunn, I think he has a good balance. Because we've seen in Guardians of the Galaxy, he does uh, have a lot of comedy, but he also has a lot of heart within these movies. But see, that's where James Gunn is on the ropes. When James Gunn does full James Gunn, we get Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was like, okay, stop joking mm-hmm. a little bit. Because there was no gravity to that film whatsoever. And I'm not saying, like, Guardians of the Galaxy is, is one of, it's like not one of my favorite other MCU movies. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's the right director to do Suicide Squad. Don't get me wrong. Right. He's the perfect choice to do a Suicide Squad for DC. But once again, when it comes to DC, we're on thin, we're on thin ice, and Warner Brother put us there. Right. We are on major thin ice right now, to the point where, like we, like you have always said, they are a reactionary company. So you got to make sure you deliver on this great. And I hope that he brings the balance to Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, instead of doing what he did in the second one, because they gave him. Free range to do his own thing, which I, I'm like, they have to get like DC has to find a way to have a DC studios. Right. They got to find people in there that kind of respects the, the the whole you know comic genre. Which by the like I'll get to that later. But what uh, but like I said, when it comes just to the trailer, I said the, the trailer the trailer's good. He does have heart. Everything you say is right. It's just, I just don't want to be a Guardians of the Galaxy two. Don't know how it's going to be for the third one. And throw love thunder, but they just go down this way. It's just like, yeah, I know they're the B squad. They are a joke, but you know there was heart. There was you know powerful moments in the first one and the second one. It was like, okay, this is going on too long for me. Right now, um, what? Um, okay, uh, James Gunn did like put out a tweet a while ago saying that WB let him have his way. Uh, they didn't edit the movie. They didn't like try to put any say in it. He had that. This is his movie. Unlike David Ayer's Suicide Squad, it wasn't his movie. It was WB's movie, and he just had to protect it. Where this is James Gunn's movie. Now, hopefully, I hope uh, some of your fears about this does not come true. But again, we'll see when you. the movie comes out. Um, I think it is obscure. Like a lot of the visuals, were, it, this is much bright. This is a much brighter movie. And I'm glad we're getting a much brighter movie. The dick jokes on the beach was like weird, and I think I that's, like, that's that, that's too much. For, it's a, uh, yeah. I feel like it's a John Cena thing. Like John Cena always has to has something weird that he has to say in each movie he's in. Like, uh, it was one movie you say, "I'll look your butt" or something like that. I was like, "What?" It was almost yeah, like that he was forcing movie where he was a dad or whatever. Yeah, I, I think it was that. I don't remember. I, I thought it was the movie with Amy Schumer, but it, it he just does weird stuff when he's in the movies. Now, one thing I did like about this movie that I only see in the tone of this movie is that starfish thing. Starro lives. Yeah, yeah, like the first Justice League villain, and I was like, that's weird, but it makes sense. <laughs> For them to be fighting this, if that's the main villain. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that look, I'm excited to see the movie. I I just want to check it out. I'm pretty sure it's going to be very bloody and gory. I cut. I saw. I like did a still on the scene 
on one of the scenes in the trailer and saw half the team gone. So we're, we're people are dying now. Uh, Q flow. I'm not sure if you saw the trailer, but uh, I did see the trailer. How did uh, I liked it honestly. Um, it gave me that Suicide Squad. Hey, we're 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 assassins, but we're also dickheads. Hey, it's DC. Like <laughs> it gave me that type of vibe, which I'm kind of here for after watching the Snyder cut. I could use something a little lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I don't get the John Cena thing either. Like he got all these like cringy jokes. Mm-hmm. Now, is that supposed I'm, to be I'm, a part I'm, of Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say is I'm, that supposed I don't, to be a part of Peacemaker's character? I don't know. But I think it's John Cena trying too hard to be funny. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know. I guess he wants to. Uh, he's trying to make us forget he stopped the car with his bare hands in the fast trailer. So he. <laughs> I don't want to forget that. That's what I want. <laughs> let me be extra. <laughs> let me be. John Cena has this thing where John Cena overshows how he doesn't take himself seriously. It doesn't come natural. See, a, a, a lot of guys like that. They. So some people want to show like okay for instance uh, I ain't talk about his social commentary but Terry Crews mm-hmm. Terry Crews big intimidating football looking guy he don't take himself seriously at all like he don't mind making himself jokes or he don't mind you know doing a certain dance or pop locking but I'm like yo this big guy like so there are people on this planet that, that take themselves because they look like that very seriously such as uh oh God I just I just had him oh Shaq. Shaq is 7'2". He's a huge human being. But when it comes to just life, he don't take himself seriously at all. But there are people that feel as though when I have a certain kind of stature, I have to be looked at. I have to be looked at shown to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. John Cena was like, hey, you know, I'm a big bulky guy. I'm a wrestler, stuff like that. But I can show you that I don't take myself seriously. But it's like he does it too hard, too much. And the timing is just off. He could be, first of all, John Cena could be a very entertaining guy. John Cena could be, you know what I'm saying, a cutthroat guy. John Cena has that ability, but there are times where we, in these kind of movies, where he he wants to kind of like show everybody, I'm going to branch away from, you know, the Cena Nation type thing. Mm -hmm. But it's just way too hard. (laughs) It's just, it's just, so like those things just don't always fly. Not saying I haven't seen the whole movie, so I can't make a judgment on that. Maybe. That they picked the wrong joke to show in the trailer. Maybe they, maybe that's not even going to be in the movie. We don't know. But I'm like, from seeing that, I was like, oh, that's that's just a cringe. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm not sure if Q was finished. Um, I forgot. I forgot where I left off at. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm down. To, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go see it. I feel like I'm gonna enjoy it. Um, I, I. I don't, like like are we going to get the um Jesus Christ the uh MacGruber Deadpool 2 we're going to kill off all the extras and keep the main characters that <laughs> um and this one scene like, I'm looking at is 1 2 3 4 5 6 cuz I was about to say I know it's like a thousand of them yeah but yeah people people are petitioning for uh for uh King King Stallone I mean King Shark to uh Stay alive. Uh, from, so in this one scene I'm looking at, he is still alive. So yeah. most likely he will stay. <laughs> People start drawing him with the Rambo headband on. Yeah, because Sylvester Stallone is uh, playing him, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they give him the rib, the uh, Rambo 
uh headband and the uh the knife wow i thought that was yeah somebody somebody was like james gunn you better not kill king shark and he's like everybody's just like yeah don't kill king shark he's he's cool blah 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 and the picture they took was the picture where he was staring at Starro and James Gunn comment. He's like, you you see him chewing on a human head, right? Yeah, on a human skull. <laughs> <laughs> a human, he's chewing on a human skull. Like, oh, man. Yeah. I, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm here for it, though. Um, I hope they don't make King Shark dumb in this. Like, my favorite portrayal of King Shark was in the Harley Quinn show. Like he had a he had a very well balance of like hey like he was that guy he was like look I'm big but I'm still a nice guy but I return on you can I make a can I can I make a can I make a quick prediction yeah sure I think this is gonna be another Mothra situation everybody's like oh Mothra's adorable blah 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 gets killed like (laughs) gets his ass beat very bad after we got warmed up to him I feel like there's gonna be another Mothra situation (laughs) oh boy um. Any any last thoughts on the film? Oh no, I guess I, I'm going to see it in August because yeah. I know you had you had well, your little rant. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's not you know. I don't want to say anything crazy. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, Pierce Bronson is playing Doctor Fate. I did not see this casting coming. I didn't, but I like it. I yeah, love I ain't mad at it. Oh, I love it. I was like, oh yeah, this is going. This is. I I I okay. I don't like James the names. The name's fate, Doctor. Uh, he better not say that in this film. <laughs> <laughs> he better not say that in this film. Um, I don't like James Bond. I don't know why I don't like James Bond because I love spy movies. But Pierce Bronson was just the smoothest guy in the world. And I could just his stature just says Doctor Fate, um, so I'm really excited to see him. I hope The Rock doesn't beat him up too bad, because I I know by the end of the movie The Rock is going to win. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel about Doctor Fate. I don't know if you guys had any more input about it. I'm personally very excited for it, and first of all, I'm very excited for the Black Adam film. Because one is part of the Shazam, Shazam Lord. I'm Shazam, so yes, I am going to be slightly biased about this but uh the rock is passionate about it and you know the, the rock wants to put marvel and dc on notice so i appreciate he's going to try to they're going to try to cast the best of the best in this movie and like i said i i'm happy that we're going to get some uh jsa because we haven't we haven't had that before but mm-hmm. i what i'm looking for is some good build up because i want to see the, the throwdown between him and shazam in, on, on screen, and Zachary Levi is going to come with it a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he does. They, yeah, I say because the Rock is on, the Wayne Johnson is on another level. So, uh, so like I said, right. this uh, this movie was supposed to come out next year. Um, it does not say a time frame for what I see. Okay, because yeah, it I, is going to start filming soon. Okay, they're, they're, they're going to start filming this year, so it's going to be, you know, uh, next year probably when this thing comes out. So I am definitely, I am. I'm, this is one of the DC movies that I'm actually excited to see. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, I, I can't wait to see how it works out. And to have Pierce Bros as Doctor Fate, I think, I think that was just a, a great choice. Excellent choice. Uh, production kicks off in three weeks from today. Exactly. Oh, yeah. there, there you have it. So in, in other words. 
in April, we're going to do this, John. The Rock going to probably, be, you know, work hard all the way till June, July. Next thing you know, we're going to play. This thing going to be in post-production. Talk about so We probably get the trailer by the end of the year. And then next next year, we get it. I can throw it in somebody's face. Yeah. Uh, now, Pierce Bronson did comment. He said, such a pleasure to announce I am the final member of our Justice Society. Um, I'm in a con... I play the iconic role of Dr. Fate. I am grateful to have such a talented, diverse, and hungry cast. The hierarchy and power of DC's universe is about to change. Um, And then he follows up by saying, Aloha, Dwayne. Looking forward to working with you and playing the role of Dr. Fate and company of all. Let's play ball. So, I... He sounds like he's excited, which I'm glad. Sounds like he's on board. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, he sounds excited, which just sounds great. Um, you know, I now I do want to question. Was like, where? Okay, when did the whole Dark Side War take place, and were Doctor Fate and them around? I hope this movie answers that. But I mean, it's not going to be a part of the quote unquote Snyderverse or anything like that. So I don't Probably know. Isn't. It, it's, yeah, I don't. If that's don't the case, know. the war is Steppenwolf. Like, where were where were these characters at, or are these characters are going to be in one location? It's kind of like Wakanda; they're only staying at this one location. So, so what you saying? Like they in Egypt? Yeah, they're in Egypt, mm, and they're of, only sticking with Egypt because the most well, of the it could is be. Black, I know. It could be they could be on like Earth somewhere else. That is true because I remember we were saying this is the world of DC instead of this is DC. Well, yeah, this so takes they could place be on like Earth Shazam. Or whatever. Shazam does take place in. Uh, uh, oh yeah, it does. You're right. Yeah. Confusing. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. I don't it's know. Like, I don't. I don't know. It. I just. We, Darkseid probably wasn't here yet. You know Steppenwolf had to go find him 50,000 worlds, so maybe he ain't here yet. I watched the movie. Well, I didn't watch the full movie again, but I watched that scene again where he said 5,000 worlds. His face, <laughs> when he said that, like, yo, I'm in debt forever. <laughs> in <laughs> like, ever, he put Steppenwolf on a student loan payment. <laughs> 50,000 worlds. That's not even dollars. I can make a quick dollar, but worlds... I got World, a conquer right? planet and then come to you. That's just <laughs> that's pretty crazy. All right, um, that sounds like a what? That sounds like a TV show we watch. By the way, swag. Oh wait, you know what? Are we talking about Invincible? Because we we literally just did three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm talking about Invincible. Uh, I want to get into our main topic before. I asked you because I feel like if I asked you, you were literally going to give us a frame by frame of each scene in this film, and that's going to that's three episodes long. That's an hour each, <laughs> so I don't want to just hop in that just yet. But uh, let's get into our main topic: the hashtag Ayer Cut and WB versus its directors. There's been a lot, a lot of flack that WB has been catching after the Snyder Cut's release, which. I believe it's well-deserved because they didn't let the director do what his vision was. Instead, they were trying to play catch-up and fix the mistakes that they made in the past. Um, Of course, after the Snyder Cut release, it got the great amount of praise. People were campaigning for the Ayer Cut. And 
you know, they want the version that uh, David Ayer directed of the Suicide Squad, which apparently was a, a lot has changed in that movie where Joker was supposed to be the main villain. Joker had a lot more screen time. I know Jared Leto was upset that he didn't get that. And David Ayer went on the Twitter rampage. I can't find the tweet, but I know, like, in my mind, he said, they messed up my script. On God, this movie wasn't that bad. I, I lied to you not. He said, on God. And I was like, okay, this is probably the best thing ever. I should have screenshot it. Um, but yeah, Suicide was reworked after Batman v Superman, after receiving the uh, bad reviews of BVS. And executives wanted a liar tone, and the result the film was made that made money was thoroughly incoherent and garnered even the worse reviews than Batman v Superman, which is very sad. Now, um, I enjoyed Suicide Squad then. The movie did not age well. Miss um, Andy, I feel like you feel the same on this. I do. Uh, I don't know if Q watch it. If you didn't, don't bother. It's no point. Watch, watch what? Uh, Suicide Squad. You seen it with us? I saw it with y'all. He did. Oh my god! Yes. Dang. He's on the review. Did you not hear me mention Urban Youth Killer Croc? I saw you the film did. with y'all. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I forgot that I said Will Smith. Uh, Killer Croc was more Will Smith than Will Smith. <laughs> it's gonna be. It, it, it feels kind of lonely in Q Flow back pocket because somebody just got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the leash now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, hey, bro. I yo, I it's been so long. I seen the movie like twice. <laughs> but the pandemic is ruining this friendship. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> This was before the pandemic. <laughs> like, don't 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 take it out on me. The movie was just bad. Let's blame the movie, okay? <laughs> Direct all your anger towards the movie. But um Yeah, right. Yes, a lot of people are campaigning the air cut. Now, how would we feel if an air cut did come out? I'll start with Mr. A on this. How would I feel? Yes. I feel two ways. I feel one that it'll be cool to see the director's vision mm-hmm. and I respect that you know the directors directors have a certain vision but it's a waste of money mm-hmm. because people have to realize they spent over 70 million dollars to put that Snyder Cut together mm-hmm. okay they already got to do Suicide Squad that was the purpose of the trailer I was talking about they Warner Bros. showed you that this is the Suicide Squad. That this is the direction they're going with, because all that air cut is going to do is is you know what? It's probably if Joker was the main villain or JLO did good, it's going to cause more demand. And then when it causes more demand, it causes more split. When it causes more split, then you you have a more crisis on your hands because they know they messed up. Warner Brothers fucked the DCU. Or, 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 or the DCE, whatever you want to call it. If they show that version of it, because Batman is in that version, maybe the Joker's a better Joker. Because now, in the future, when they see, you know, this the James Gunn Suicide Squad, it, it's it, it's going to turn his because it's like now, do you want? Because people are going to want Bill Smith back, and he's, he's not easy to get back. Then you're going to want these other characters back that was in the air cut of the Suicide Squad. It's they know it's not going to be a one and done thing, mm-hmm. and honestly, they probably thought uh, 
the the Snyder Cut would probably be a one and done thing. But honestly, I think the Snyder Cut also kind of happened because one, they ain't got no DC properties coming out until Suicide Squad, right? Mm. And they got to compete with Marvel somehow. But when it comes to the air cut, me personally, I would love to see uh, David Ayer's cut of Suicide Squad. I would love to see what he did. But once again, they have to put in money for that. And once again, they may have to put even a little bit more money because one, uh, the demand is only high because of the Snyder Cut. And Warner Bros. is like, do we really want to waste anywhere between another $70 million to $100 million to put out this movie if that's the direction we want to go in? And that's what that's the, that's the unfortunate truth about it. And then, once again, you are taking a gamble because it's like, if you do the air cut of Suicide Squad, one, you open a lot of other doors for a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you may have saying, Josh, we may say, well, you know what? I want that Whedon cut of Age of Ultron. Or I, I I want this kind of cut. And say if the air cuts like, hey, well, this one's three and a half hours. I'm like, damn, do I want to see a three and a half hour Suicide Squad movie? To be honest with you. Right. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know. It it, it may be good, mm-hmm. but that movie is more on a game. I would love to see it. Why I think I will we will ever see it once I said no for Snyder Cut, but you never know. You you, you, you you like I said, you never truly know until after this Suicide Squad is back at a movie come out. Because me personally, when it comes to Suicide Squad, if this movie hits in August 6th and the Suicide Squad movie is great, you can forget David Ayer's Death Jones buried in the ground. It will never see the light of day. Oh, yeah. That's if Suicide Squad bombs and it does not do good, it does not have a good uh, audience rating or good Rotten Tomato score, they will put in consideration of bringing his ver- universe back. Or, or at least bringing his movie back, and then there will be some strong consideration on where does this universe go. Right. Now, um, now I know David Ayer himself, he said that the movie won't take long to edit and get together. The main uh, thing they messed up in the beginning, like the first 40 minutes, apparently, of the movie was completely ripped to shreds. So he so, said he is determined to make it he just needs that like one like call, which I agree. I don't think WB is going to do that with the new ones coming out. I mean, if, if he wants to get people to back him, like some friends in Hollywood to help him pay for it. Mm-hmm. I, sure. Why not? But, uh, would that be a legal thing since WB owns it? And he technically get sued for that. I mean, it probably can. Like I said, I don't know all the, it, it starts the, more trouble. Just like, you know, it's a lot. It's, it's yeah. Walter Hermada does not see this like does not. They don't see this universe anymore, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, we are part of that problem. And when I say we are part of that problem, which a lot of people are not going to like, is that people don't realize what they do when they do it. Mm-hmm. And when uh, they got the praise for Aquaman, when they got the praise for Shazam. You know when they got the when they got the early page of Birds of Prey before the movie even came out, uh, that's what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. They want the, the truth is Warner Bros. wants the Marvel audience. Mm-hmm. They don't want their own audience. They care more about the people who hated B 
BVS, opposed to the people that loved it. That's who they catered to. And I'm and don't get me wrong, that's unfortunate. That's not that that's not who you should cater to. Because the way I when it comes to casual fans, they will always never drive in a straight line. The loyal fans will always get you to your destination. I strongly believe that. Because casual fans are followers. They will always follow what the loyals are doing. The loyals will never follow anybody. And that's the the date to me, they're going after the wrong crowd. I'm not saying DC needs to be dark. I'm not saying DC needs to be more violent, but I am saying DC needs to be different. They never gave it a chance because they were they 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 panicked. Everybody wants to say it started with Batman v Superman. I said, no, it started with Superman stepping Zod's neck. That's when it started. That's when this whole thing started. But here's the thing. What bothers me the most, and I'm sorry if I'm taking up time on the mic, but what bothers me the most is that this is the this is the direction that they wanted. Because you know whose fault this truly is? I'm asking the question. I, I thought that was a rhetorical question. No. I okay, well, it's Christopher Nolan's fault. He did a dark he did a real life version of what Batman would be like in a more realistic setting. And ever since the Dark Knight came out and saw the success it did, everybody was going down DC heroes that they wanted to see more realistic. And they were saying, Can Christopher Nolan do Superman again? Because Brandon Ralph and the Brian Zinger Superman that sucked. There's only one person I know that likes that movie. And he is Superman fanboy. Is but it, is it Randy? Yeah, I didn't want to say his name. Because right, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I was thinking of two people. I was like, I was like Medina. He, and, or yeah, he explained to me. And I'm like, for some of the Superman fanboy, I get it. But once again, oh, he was going to say Quattro. Uh, no, he probably, he probably. <laughs> you know what? That he would just like that movie because everyone hates it. Because he's a contrarian. That's exactly what it is. I'm saying, you know, love the guy, but yeah, no, he, yeah, that, that, at times I'm like, well, you can't argue your point. Because I hear people like, I just liked it, my opinion. Oh, (laughs) I can't debate worth a shit. But anyway, uh, they said, there was a quote in the article that said, we want our Superman movie to punch somebody. Well, guess what? They gave it to you. He punched. They gave you a more realistic, darker Superman that makes mistakes. And then all of a sudden, people was like, oh, well, I don't know if I want that. And I'm like, all right. And what about one of us? All they did was see that. And then from then on, they panicked. They cut up BVS. They cut it up. And I'm like, and you, you don't notice how much they cut it up until you see the Ultimate Edition. I'm like, why touch it? Mm-hmm. And then. When that happened, and they was like, oh my God, people hated BVS. We got to fix Suicide Squad. How is this your answer to fix it? But then once again, people would have said, like they said, look, if the Snyder Cut came out instead of the, the Whedon Cut, you know, it would have been bad. Like, no, it wouldn't, because you, you would have hated it then. You were already trained to hate DC. Mm-hmm. You were already trained to hate DC and people don't realize that it's a conscious thing. If I, if I don't like something all the way through, 
and then I go into the and I go into, let's go with a series here, and say if it's um okay, the God you know this whole monster of Godzilla and King Kong, I didn't like the first Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. Neither did I. I like the King Kong. Mm-hmm. I, I like Kong Skull Island. Right. So, but naturally, when I went into Godzilla King of the Monsters, I'll be honest with you, I did not go in there hopeful. I went there like, all right, the trailer was cool. Let's see what it do. And I came out like, I didn't like it. But Q-Flow liked it. And the way he explained to me, I'm like, you know what? If I was a Godzilla fan, I could probably see it his way. But I'm not. I was but extremely then, hopeful going into that. Which, exactly. <laughs> that <laughs> but then Godzilla versus Kong, I'm like, okay, I want to see a matchup. So it's kind of different. If I go to Transformers, after the first one, I didn't like the second one. I definitely didn't like the third one. And... Uh, I actually, sorry, I said it back. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Whoa. I, the- <laughs> I definitely like the second one. The third, oh the- boy, Lonely yeah. Island over here. You huh? like the second? Really? <laughs> I like the second one. Man. No, you're just being quattro right now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I I like the second one. You know what it is? Because I'm such a Power Rangers fanboy. When <laughs> Optimus Prime and Jetfire fuse together, I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is no. <dope." laughs> Yeah, oh, no, sorry, that man. made the I'm movie. sorry. I'm sorry. It did, man. I'm sorry, man. I no, like no. when robots can bond together. Sue me. Like, don't worry, we will. But uh <laughs> take all your red but money. You didn't like but, the, I'm but then he didn't like the uh Samoan Megazord. It wasn't a Megazord. It was a train. It was a train. They made a train. <laughs> so it's like Great example. Remember when we all went to go see Power Rangers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember Chubbs came out and said that movie was terrible, right? Mm-hmm. But everybody was just like, I like the movie. You know what? I like the movie. I, I and everybody said, everybody said they liked the movie to the point where he was just like, they started agreeing with everybody because nobody, just from your, your, the human DNA in you, wants to be the minority. You know, I get nobody wants to be the minority. I was, I was shitting on that movie from day one. And I was like, no, I, I this ain't going to be good. Then I saw the movie. I was like, all right, this was actually. I did good. too. I was killing the trailer. I was killing yeah, all the, the, killing the, the screenshots that was coming out. I went to that movie with the lowest of hope. And then we got out. We was like, you know what? This actually did something better than we expected. I, 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 I'm saying, but I'm saying, you see how easy it is to change the perspective of somebody right. who doesn't want to be the. It, it was the same thing with the killing joke, right? Uh, when we all went to go see the killing joke, and and then uh, I forgot what it was. It was like because we we, I, we were still out there had a whole debate, and everybody came at me because I was having a debate with everybody, and I was just like, "Y'all got what y'all asked for. Y'all still ain't happy." Because I, I I forgot I forgot what I, I, think, I think it was. It was thing. it was Batman killing the Joker. Was, okay, you said we were all hypocrites because Batman was killing the BVS and we didn't like it. The only reason why I would say we were suspecting it because this was a storyline where Batman actually did it versus him going willy nilly about it. But, here's the no, thing. But, but at the same time, though, I remember that debate. You were you were you were shooting strays at everybody because I yeah. for one he, agreed he with you. Us up, man. He was like, "Yeah, you were hypocrite." You were. I was like, well, yeah, dude. I'm like, whoa, I I like Bat. I didn't complain about Batman <laughs> killing the uh, BVS. <laughs> like, what? You know what? No, because once again, I can admit it wasn't fun being a minority because at that time, I was the minority. Because me and Swag were the only ones. But this is before I, 
you know, heard your opinion. Me and Swag was the only, I mean, the only people that like BVS. This is before the edition, the super, uh, the ultimate edition came out. And Randy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We were the only people in everywhere. We, you talk about shooting strays, bro. I came home with like 19 bucks in my ass daily because I worked in the mall and everybody got on me hard. So when Killer Joe came out, all I kept hearing was the same bullshit over and over again about Batman killing. Then when Killing Joe come out and then I get all this praise by Joker, Batman seven his nigga, I'm like, hold up, y'all have grinded my ass up about BVS and Batman killing, and this is okay with y'all. It's That's a hypocrite. It's because that storyline specifically shows Batman snapping, whereas that was just he was just like this was free smoke for everybody. He snapped in BVS. They addressed that. And as I'm saying, at that time, like I said, before the Ultimate Edition came out, I'm just like, guys, Bat- all the shit Batman do, he's not allowed to have a bad day. There are stories. Because everybody's like, Batman doesn't kill. I'm like, have y'all not seen the many stories out there about Batman? There's Batman. First of all, it's a fake character. Okay? But neither here or there. I'm just saying, that's where, um, you know, me, being a minority was. And I can admit that. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with admitting that you know that's what it was, and it was all about being defensive because I was like, "Why did I get all this heat?" You know what I'm saying? Because one thing I just don't like hip—I I just don't like hypocritical thinking. This is just, just just put put it that way. So if they call with the air cut, I mean, people are going to praise it now because they're on the high of the Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is. And me personally, like, yeah, I would love to see it, but it's not going to help anything, especially with this new Suicide Squad coming out now. And if you if they green light it, right? Say if next week Warner Bros. says we're going to green light the air cut, it's going to make that suicide, the James Gunn Suicide Squad, lose money. Mm-hmm. Because everybody is going to put their energy in waiting for the air cut and instead of focusing on this new Suicide Squad. And that's the unfortunate thing about it. So right now, that's the direction they want to go in. It's If, if, the, if the movie's good, it's not going to see the light of day. Right. Right. Now, um, this also brought light because of the whole situation with Zack Snyder and WB, which there's a huge problem with WB and their directors, the communication there. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one here that says I want, I'd rather have the Snyderverse than what's going on with DC now. I'm not sure how you feel. I feel like it's safe to say Uh, that, but if y'all want to chip in. you know, I, I talk a lot. I'm gonna keep for gopher. Um, I mean, I just feel like I don't. Hmm, I'm trying to think of the words. I don't. I'm not sure. Like, like, cause I feel like they're going to like restart production or whatever. Now that this Snyder cut found the success that it has, and I don't know, man. Like we now we restarting the Snyder like the Snyderverse. How's that going to affect Shazam? How's that going to affect, you know, the Wonder Woman films and and Aquaman and Black Adam? Like, this this is bigger than just one film that you guys are asking for. You you asking for a whole company reboot, almost. You know, and that's that takes time and that takes money, money that we're they're not really getting a lot of because of the pandemic. If we were back in theaters, where people where you know where the real bread come from. I'd probably be singing a different tune, but the fact of the matter is, 
we don't have that type of we we not in like the way the world is right now. We can't just be rebooting universes. I'm sorry, it is what it is. I mean, you know, you, they got app money, but app money ain't. I don't think that's that's not that's not theater money, man. No, oh, yeah, I app, yeah. app money is not theater money. Like, unless y'all plan on written out the theater every time y'all go on, you know, like how like how. Like how we did with uh, the Marvel films or whatever, when we seen movies more in theaters more than once. Unless y'all ready to pay that hundred dollars more than once, y'all got to take this one on the chin and 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 let this win be a win. Celebrate it as the win that it is. But I don't think we getting any more of this uh, Snyderverse stuff. For you know, maybe maybe down the road when the world open back up and theaters is open, we can pack out the seats and all that. But until then, y'all just gonna have to chill out and and we got what we got. Take that, take that dub on the chin, and walk away. Right now, I know uh, Zack Snyder said he is confident in the quote unquote hashtag reboot Snyderverse, but I, I honestly doubt it's going to happen at this point. I feel like Snyder, they just like get this over with so we could go, so they could just stop talking. You know, it's it's like giving kid the candy. <laughs> like we we need help, just shut him up. Yeah. I, I I will say it like this. Do I need a reboot of the Zack Snyder universe? Yes and no. But then also, I don't mind if he's just our Justice League director. I agree. See, I don't mind if he just tells Justice League stories. Mm-hmm. I think that Justice League was a great cap off to what I would call DC's phase one. I think that sealed the deal for a great phase one in my opinion mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. with that set of movies you man of steel bvs and wonder woman is really the only ones you got to watch to go on justice league but then you it's like you can throw suicide squad in there but this to me was the great capital this is their phase one this was their iron man thor hawk captain america avengers thing that this is what their phase one was my issue is he had great storyboards with it. Mm-hmm. And it is unfortunate that we are not going to be able to see that layout of what they had planned, but does not mean that he can't tweak the story. Right. Cause me personally, I was like, cause even, even if they want to say, okay, because the DCU is not dead. People got to understand it's not dead. They still have a universe. This is going in a different direction, which in that different direction, the we inversion is canon. I don't like that because they feel as though you still haven't seen dark side, blah, blah, blah. And once again, I'm just like, okay, that's fine. The Justice League movie we got, I agree with you flow. A win is a win. You take the win with it. However, I do believe that it's like, okay, we can go back to the controller room and we can try to tweak the story a little bit, but then, you know, once again, is this is me personally. I just don't like, I don't, like how they want to go down the Marvel way, but they're, they're going early Marvel. If you watch the Marvel stuff now, when it comes to Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and the recent movies that Marvel has put out, they're going Marvel. the DC route. They're, they're going the DC route. They're going more darker. They're even saying more curse words. They're having more issues and social issues this is what dc was doing first and now 
Marvel is taking the people. You actually see people dying in Marvel films now. Mm-hmm. Did you just see the pilot get shot in Captain if I could want to the first episode? Yep. Get, I'm like, they didn't used to show that in Marvel films. And it looks like Walter Hamada, when it comes to Warner Brothers, wants to go and like that early success that Marvel brought of you know being funny and comical and colorful. It's like, yeah, but you're trying to follow a formula that's dated. You, they could have been the kings of this castle by doing. And why can't we be a fan of both? They, they would, they would have been the kings of this castle if they had just left it alone. You gotta let things build. You, you gotta let. It was, it was a rush to get out Justice League. It was a rush to get out. They tried to get a whole phase one in three years, where it took Marvel. I mean, honestly, to be honest with you, it took Marvel about four years mm-hmm. to do it. But, but at that time, Marvel was releasing a movie a year. Right. Y'all, they 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 started trying to do a whole universe, uh, a whole phase in about three years, where you skip two years, and you you can't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All, all the time, you, you gotta let things breathe. You got you gotta let people wanting back more. It's unfortunate. I don't think you know Warner Bros. is going to go that direction. But once again, they are a reactionary company. If these new DC movies don't do good, if Black Adam don't do good, if Suicide Squad don't do good, then it'll be like, well, well we got to go call Zack Snyder again, and we got to see if he wants to go back and do it. But once again, it ain't just about the Justice League movie. The whole universe that was planned out, it's almost impossible to do. Because after that movie, you, you you set up everybody's movie. You set up a new Wonder Woman. You set up a new Superman. You set up a new Batman. We already got the Aquaman movie. And you set up Flash. And Cyborg. The only movie that, that, that right now we got is Aquaman and we're about to get Flash. We got a Wonder Woman that went backwards. That went backwards to the point where now it damn sure don't even make no sense of what's going on. So it's frustrating. You, <laughs> it, you know, it's do you huh? potentially feel Flash can quote unquote fix this. Flash can fix it, but one of us would be the only Flash like doing a Flashpoint movie is the only way where they could really see like, okay, we need to get this back. You know what's crazy? I ain't even what? think about a Flashpoint movie. Now they got they go to crutch. That's really I, I yeah. Can, that's really their yeah. get out of half jail. Half flash, half flash. F up the timeline or restore, quote unquote, restore the timeline. Whatever. Half flash. That, that'll. I I take my whole spiel that I just gave. I'll take it all back if they get somehow manage to get Flash to uh bring us back to the Snyderverse. Because yeah, that's the I only. That's that. the only way I can see WB trying to bring back this quote unquote fan see, base, again, whole fan base. That's if WB don't get involved because WB in an article they, they, they don't like the time travel. Right. They found the time travel to be juvenile and stupid. I was like, that's the Flash. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's when the suits get involved because all the suits is doing is looking at what Marvel's doing. They say, well, they ain't time travel. I'm like, well, yeah, they did in the Endgame, right. but they had to get there first. You know, and then and then they, they got to the time travel because they had Hank Pym. I mean, you could do that with the Adam, but we didn't get there yet. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, they didn't want to introduce John Stewart's Green Lantern, and I'm just like, why not? You know, those kind of things bother me, and those kind of things is like oh, this is probably why this Flash movie taking so long to get made because I don't think Warner Brothers Warner Brothers is like Jerry Jones with the Dallas Cowboys. He can't keep his nose out of business. Now I he can't. He, Huh? I was gonna say I didn't see the article about WB and time travel at all. I didn't even know that. They well, I was just reading uh something else when I was when I was uh looking it up and they are they were not a fan of the whole uh flash uh time travel thing Zack Snyder said in his movie. On screen, ran. Zack Snyder reveals WB never liked Flash's Justice League time travel. I, and once again, huh? Oh no, I was going to say I I usually don't go by screen rant. I understand. It, yeah, it's it that that website's weird with sources. Like I'm trying to like find the actual source of where they got that from, and it's just like a slideshow. But yeah, but, but I know but I, I, I can understand. I could totally understand like that. Like it, the whole movie was effed up. The whole yeah, Justice I, League I, movie was effed up. Then when you see how much it was effed up, I'm like, my God, y'all just and I I have watched this League four times now. Okay, how do you have that many hours in life? I don't. <laughs> you know, like, I, mean, I, I, I I don't. I, I put it on. I watch about a good hour or two hours. My son wanted to watch it. Then I watch it with him, and then I go back and finish watching that. I I, I can't watch it four hours straight. I don't have the time to watch it before I shoot, but I, I do go back and look at little details stuff that I missed because I, I, I felt as though it was a good movie. It caps off a good phase one. If the Flash can restore the Snyderverse, it'll it'll be it'll be cool. But then once again, you know, where do I have? I, I'm just like with Kifa, where all these movies land. All I know is this: if y'all y'all can do all the Aquaman's, Black uh, Adams, Suicide Squads. The Batman, whatever you we can do, all the movies it got to do. It got it, to me it has to lead to one thing, and the payoff is Justice League. But once again, I don't. People, fans, don't have time to reboot another. Nobody wants to sit through and wait for another whole universe to to, to be played out over a course of five to ten years. But we ain't got that kind of time on this earth. We don't. And that's the harsh reality. People, you know, and it's like, bruh, we got something good here. They really need to find a way to see if they can, you know, keep the keep the momentum going. Or once again, it could be a secret. They could probably tell anybody they don't want to do it. And they could probably be like, look, we can't ignore this money. Right. And once again, I agree with Q Flow that uh at money ain't theater money, but these theaters haven't opened it back up. And come the summertime, like I said, if, if people are vaccinated, and let, let's say, let's just say, hey, we're gonna release a Snyder cut with the intermission in IMAX. You gonna go see that? Mm-hmm. I know I would. Oh no, I'm gonna go see it, especially in IMAX the way it was supposed whoa, to whoa, be. Whoa, wait, 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 pause, 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 pause. You said the Snyder cut? Yeah, the four hours yeah. in IMAX. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> it, it's like know. it's just that I don't long. Know. It's like I watch half. It's <laughs> I watch the second. Well, half. I mean, it's <laughs> like well, I, I watch it. If, if, I mean, first of all, I sat through three and a half hours of Endgame. I sat through three and a half hours of Endgame without, without an intermission. If I can get an intermission, you, uh, in the Snyder cut, 
fine. Or it could be like, we'll just play the side cut and no epilogue. That's three and a half hours. You did if the same we were thing. Like, if we were like <laughs> at like King of Prussia and saw it there with that intermission, cool, I'll go grab me a Cinnabon or something. But like if I'm somewhere where I can't go grab no 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 food court food, I don't know, man. I mean, it ain't gonna be playing me in because there's no IMAX theater there. Only it will be what I miss. It will be or uh, King of Prussia. Yeah, or Franklin Institute. <laughs> yeah, or Franklin Institute. Yeah, <laughs> their IMAX is dope, though. But yeah, no, I agree with that. Now I know there was also a lot of content. I'll, I'll jump on this real quick. I don't want to spend too much time on it. Uh, but there was a lot of past controversy on Josh Whedon. Uh, end on it and how many cuts he take out not only that but taking cuts out on certain actors a lot of people are saying uh, more like the more diverse cast of this movie the more diverse characters of these movies have been cut out of Josh Whedon's cut in fact the um, one, of, uh, one of the actors tweeted out uh, can anyone let me know uh, if I'm in this version I'll wasn't in the Whedon version. I'm trying to figure out if I made this cut. Uh, let me know. I'm the single mom waitress in Cyborg's backstory. So you got an actor that didn't even know for she wasn't even a part of a movie. Yeah, that was a Hispanic lady, right? Right. I thought mm-hmm. it was the the black mom who uh, had the 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 hundred thousand and her bank account when Cyborg hacked the bank. She wasn't black. Yeah, she was she Hispanic. Black, yeah. She was Hispanic. Oh, I thought yeah. she was black. <laughs> yeah. My bad, Queen. My bad. My bad. <laughs> he was like, it ain't white. It's uh, come on, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, the revolutionary. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it. It's a whole lot of race. Now I know you're a big. Uh, gosh, what's her name? Um, YouTube. Um, movie math lady. Oh, Grace Randolph. Right, right. Now I know she had a video talking about. Um, just like the whole diversity switching up in this movie. Um, she said in one of her videos, uh, just quoting uh, part of it, much more diverse. I actually said it to you. Yeah, I was. I, yeah. I, yeah, I know. I, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't watch the full thing. Uh, she said, much more uh, diverse groups of Amazons here that we actually seen in any Wonder Woman stories, you know, in the DCEU. It's awesome. Uh, and so it's a consistent and really odd theme that, you know, Josh Whedon and Jeff Johns almost cut out all the characters of color in their cut. I mean, really weird. And all these actors did a wonderful job. You know, the Amazons that who almost want to touch the mother box and the activate. She was phenomenal. So it it's showing like it's like this cut not only just like it, it started its own war almost. With, you know, not only opening the eyes of you know people who see in WB of who they are, but uh, Jeff Johns of who he is and Josh Whedon of who he is, who already had plenty of controversies back then because um, Ray Fisher was going at him. He was just attacking him like crazy. Yeah, it's 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 sad and sick at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, because Jeff, uh, first of all. Uh, Zack Snyder was going to quit the project because Warner Bros. told him to take Green Lantern out. Right. And he told him, he said he didn't want to take out nobody else of color in the movie, but they did it, you know, 
he was like, but the fans deserve a Justice League movie, so he he bit on that one. That's why we have we have like the the the, the, the that older Green Lantern thing that we see in the, in in the Apocalypse War. Right. But uh, he he had it was like John Stewart in there, and just watching the cut because once again, I've seen Black Nerd Comedy. I have seen uh, a lot of other YouTubers and critics, actual movie critics, catch on to the fact that they don't they took out a lot of folks of color. And it, it, it's it's, it's kind of it was kind of to the point where you watch it, you're like, man, that's very unfortunate. You know, saying so it's very unfortunate, and it's it it sucks that you know these these these, these people had a part. You know, they played the movie, and no matter how small or how big it was, it 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 just those little moments kind of made the movie better. Right, and. That, that, that's what's another thing that, that that bothers me to the point where we when we move on to this universe, it's like, are we following or are we creating? Mm-hmm. Okay, and we just did a whole Falcon and Winter Soldier thing where I complimented uh, how I enjoyed how they handled the social commentary in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I enjoyed that, but see, they are moving. It's like they're moving ahead because. There's so much stuff going on in this world, you can't ignore it. You want to, but you can't. And it shouldn't be ignored. And right now, they're following a way to, to a point where I'm just like, it's like y'all, y'all following a dated way. Marvel's evolving and, and you're trying to recapture the magic that nobody really is on anymore. Because right now, there have been some movies I'm talking to the point where the comedy has been annoying for Marvel sometimes. And it, it's not overpowering annoying i'm just like but i think when infinity war and endgame came they got their act together and they really gave us oh i, I would say even ragnarok they really got that they got their act together mm-hmm. i'm saying dc you should you should do the same you should you should do the same thing you know we live in a very diversity type of america and that's the way it's going to be you know going in the future and to people some people don't like that but that's what it is and just to cut them people out, it, it, it bothered me. I'm glad we got to see. I got. The, I'm glad they got their part back in. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's it's very unfortunate. Yeah, it, they also said the same thing about Cyborg. Um, like Cyborg had layers to him in this film. Despite yeah. of what I felt about him, like his acting, uh, Ray Fisher's acting job with Cyborg it was still bland to me. But it still made me care for who he is as a character because they added all those layers on him. And um, I think either uh, Whedon or Jeff Johns, they said they don't want a angry black man as the heart of the film. When at the end of the day, Cyborg is the heart of the film. In a way, this is this is his origin story. So yeah. cut that out. It cut out a giant piece of that. Right. To where we didn't even know who 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 Cyborg was in the first film. He was just like, yeah, I'm just here for the ride. Whereas in the second one, like I'm not second one, where in this cut, he he has developed to a whole new level. I love the part where you really go into his mind and you get to see him. Like him yeah. with his uh, um, sports jacket just walking around. I thought that was great. You know, and there were problems where he like helped the lady get money and then the next scene, he's like, man, fuck the people. It was like, well, okay, that's a little crazy, but it still brought personality to this character that wasn't shown in the Weed and Cut. So, of course, 
unfortunately, they are under fire. Well, I, I wouldn't even say unfortunately. They should be under fire for what, like, this is, it's, it's kind of crazy that they cut all this out. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's, um, I hope WB really gets, you know, let, let the directors do what they want. And this, at I'm this t- point, like, we either need, like you said, a DC uh, studios or just films like, you know, directors need to start being like artists where they just become more independent. Well, I'm just saying, well, I mean, they're doing that, but it's like, it's hard when you, it, people don't really realize how hard it is when you're dealing with superheroes. Because mm-hmm. the fan base well, fanatics of anything is fanatics, but there's a fan base out there. Mm-hmm. It's like when it comes to Fast and Furious, you don't care. You don't, you don't care how the movie turns out. If you're a Fast and Furious fan, you're gonna watch Fast and the Furious, mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad. If you're a Transformers fan, whether it's good or bad, you're gonna watch Transformers. Say that you're a fan of Mission Impossible, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna watch all the Mission Impossible. If Tom Cruise said, "I got seven, eight, nine on deck," you be like, "Let's go." It's easy to sell that kind of cinema because it's subjective. But when you're dealing with comic books and nerds and source material, you have two types of fans. You have the loyal comic book reading fans that like the source material, or you have the casual fans that just want to see a good superhero action movie that's relatable. So what do you do? You have to blend both worlds, and that's hard to do. Especially when you try to, and you can't blend a world and say, I want my movie to be this way. And then when you're trying to build up to a Justice League to the point, and Sir Cat, if they do just Justice League 2, everybody's like, well, where's Shazam? Mm-hmm. You got to be able to explain that. If you're going to, you know, build up uh, to Suicide Squad, people going to want to know what is it canon or what happened in the events of Birds of Prey? See what I'm saying? Right. So, I would let, I mean, director has an artist, they want to do their own way, but instead of people in suits who probably never even touched a comic book, never been in a comic book store, never been to a comic con, never understand the fan base and the heart and passion that goes into these projects, they need a Marvel series where they have people who read these comic books. People who have been in Comic Cons? Who, who who are been who have been fans? You can tell the people as how they write the stories of who's a fan of the source material, mm-hmm. who actually picked up a comic book and read it. You know, what I'm saying like, well, the payoff got to be this. They don't do that at Warner Brothers. You can you can tell. I'm like, my God, what book did they read? All they know is they they look at them like these are superheroes. What do people like about superheroes? Well, let's see what Marvel's doing. They like this, give them that. That's all it is. And if people are actually trying, I believe Zack Snyder, people had their opinion, but I think Zack Snyder is very respectful to the source material. Mm-hmm. He shows, he he enjoys the source material by the way he put, uh, what he puts in his movies. I think, um, oh, God, uh, one woman director. Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. I think she enjoys the source material. Now don't get me wrong. She she stumbled on eighty four because she I felt as though she felt as though that if we're doing one woman eighty four, we should be like the eighties. And I think you took some elements from the eighties that you shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. So it, it was dis, it was disappointing. I it was something new. She tried in the dark, but but from the beginning, 
the first Wonder Woman movie, she had respect for that source material. And if you have somebody that has respect for the source material who actually goes out and reads the comics, who has to go out there and does their research and not just doing something to be a suit to try to make money or try to make a cohesive story. It's kind of like when me and Q watch wrestling, right? Mm. A Hollywood writer, which Vince has back there, cannot write a wrestling storyline. Nope. It don't make sense. So then when somebody like Swag, when you go watch wrestling, you're like, God, these guys can't act or this storyline sucks because they're trying to write a movie for something that doesn't need that. Mm-hmm. That's not what wrestling is. You you, you got to get somebody who is in the business, who respects the business, who understands how the business works to write a decent storyline because it's not that hard. All, all the old wrestling back in the day used to be four guys writing for all the shows. Today, in 2021, Vince has a team of 30 Hollywood writers. Jeez. 30 Hollywood writers and Raw sucks because they don't know how to write for wrestlers. So you can't get somebody out in Hollywood that's like, hey, I watched a superhero movie or two. And I know how to write action, something like that, to write a superhero movie. They don't know the source material. You have to, you have to, it's like a, a black, you know, um, Tyler Perry can't write for a black woman. He tries and he fails at it. He don't know that experience. You know, uh, saying that, you know, uh, men can't write for women, whether it's Hispanic, white, Native American. The representation matters in those kind of writing rooms. You can't write for a homosexual. You can't write for a transgender. Certain certain thing. You know why Falcon Wilson has good social, social commentary is because they got people of color in the writing room to understand how this stuff goes. That's why when you talk about Ghosts, Ghosts of Tsushima, the movie's coming out, right. I'm like, it ain't gonna mean shit if they ain't got nobody back there to help write about the culture. Mm-hmm. And that's you know that's. Uh, one of the biggest things I don't think Zack Snyder gets a lot of credit for. We, we was on this podcast last week arguing about that on the Snyder Cut. I'm like, yes, he understands the source material. He may do things different because he wants to change it up to be different from Marvel. And, you know, some things work, some things don't. But I respect him for uh, states of source material. And you know what made me think, uh, know that Zack Snyder knows the source material? What? Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen was page for page. Page for page. I mean, he, he had to change it because he was like, well, that big alien thing would be kind of stupid in this movie because at that time, in 2009, was, everybody like, yeah, was, was frowned upon. Yeah. yeah everybody was on the high of the Dark Knight. So they was like, they want more realistic. So he changed the story up. But he respects the source material. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you took it right away. Um, I was going to bring up the topic with Reggie leaving GameStop, but I, I'm going to be honest. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care about this. Like, like GameStop didn't need him. They needed the stock market. They needed us. <laughs> like, so. Yeah. And with my whole thing about Nintendo, I just, like, Nintendo's just, I, I hate Nintendo's fan base so much. 
they get on my last nerve. Like they will get excited about anything. They, they you, will. You will put a trailer out with Animal Crossing, like, "Hey guys, we're going to have chairs," and the whole uh, fan base. Oh my god, Animal Crossing is having chairs, y'all! This is revolutionary. It's like, bro, you y'all gotta be serious. Y'all gotta be serious. You know. Matter of fact, I, I I'll bring up a topic I'll put up on Facebook, but I'll, I'll let you go. What's up? No, I'm, I'm just going to be quick. I don't think Nintendo fans hold Nintendo accountable. That's ex- Yes, that is exactly... <laughs> Not at all. That's exactly what I've been telling people. Q knows, because I have been preaching like I'm literally on the corner saying the end is nigh. Nintendo, Nintendo. fans are suffering with a sickness called Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Frame for frame. I said PlayStation fans got blockbusters exclusives, some of the best single player experience in gaming. Xbox fans got Game Pass with access to endless amount of games ranging from current gen to OG Xbox. PC fans get everything. Nintendo fans got Stockholm Syndrome. And then I posted something else because, you know, I was like, you know what? Sure. PlayStation got the Play at Home initiative with the PS Plus library. So you could just get, get you get free games. Xbox Game Pass, you pay $10 a month, you get literally get games on your Xbox, your PC, and your phone. Nintendo, $60 for a game that came out in 2013. They don't mm. care about you guys. I, I want y'all to know, <laughs> yes, Nintendo does make great games, but y'all got to, y'all got to wake up. Y'all got to wake up. And then one of my friends, Lex, was just arguing with me about it. Same. He is a contrary. Like he got, he and got an like, answer for everything, and he doesn't make any sense. And I was like, God. I was firing back at him. <laughs> He's saying Nintendo doesn't depend on DLC, DLC to make their games replayable. Breath of he the also Wild, thought Triple H. He also thought Triple H was the greatest part of Blade Trinity. So, oh <laughs> whoa, <laughs> okay. Somebody well, was the, saying the, like the best it, thing about Blade Trinity was the credits. There was a bad no. There was a there was a thing talking about uh uh if um if they don't get Triple H for they were saying like Triple H was great was a good put uh pickup for Kratos because they were talking about the God of War movie and I'm like yeah except for one problem he can't act and he's like well he was great in Blade Trinity I'm like dude it's Blade Trinity are you serious <laughs> like that's what you're going with not to- <laughs> Blade Trinity. The All only right. reason why I would give Triple H Kratos is because you don't really need too much depth with Kratos. Unless we're talking about the newest one, you don't need much depth at all. Just yell. Mm. It, it, if they don't get Gerard Butler to do his 300 role and stop playing. Yo, Gerard Butler been on a bad streak since 300. But uh, it, it's... No. Uh, uh, no, Law Abiding Citizen was great. And so was Angel Has Fallen. London Has Fallen took a bad couple steps. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. London Has Fallen hurts my eyes every time I watch it. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I haven't seen. What was the other one you said, Q? Law Abiding Citizen. I uh, did see that. I did see that. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, Law Abiding Citizen. That was a great film. That was good. That was good. Um,. But yeah, that's all I gotta say. But real quick, I want to shout out um, uh, Mark Phillips. He is getting a show on uh, HBO. He's going to be scripting the show on HBO. So shout out to him for yours. Yeah, know RDC World. They make Supreme it the big Green. leagues. Yep, 
Look at that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, 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 I love seeing them win. It's, it's, I love seeing them win so much. This is like, yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I agree with you, but we got to find a way to win, bro. Hey, man, we got, we got to, we went in our own lane. No, 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 we, no. I mean, no, while we're giving no. out our props, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a particularly big fan of dude, but uh, which I'm gonna call it, got casted for a big show for the main character in a big show on Nickelodeon. Um, what's the and what's the dude on like? Uh, King Vader, King Vader, King Vader. Oh, okay. All right, you know. <laughs> I don't like King Vader either. Nothing against the man. It's just the it, content. He makes I'm not the same videos of. with just different, not different, nothing, <laughs> just different backgrounds. But okay, I, 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 I digress. But um, yeah, thank you for joining us on the Nerdgasm Podcast. Uh, Q Flow, can you tell us where to find you? Um, you can find me wherever you listen to your music at. Um. If you check out the uh, YouTube channel yesterday, I released the entire Flow Show virtual concert. Um, that's been doing pretty well. Um, you know, if you were, you know, thanks to everybody who was there during the live. We know we had the sound issues, and just for y'all, we recorded and edited the entire thing all over again. So you know, that's up there for y'all. Um, Timestamps included, and. Uh, yeah, that's about it. You can. Uh, I've been watching wrestling. WrestleMania coming up, so y'all gonna catch me on. Uh, no gimmicks needed. You know what I'm saying, and, that, and that's it. All right, Mister A and E, where can we find you? You guys can find me always arguing on the Nerdgasm Talk podcast. I'm just playing. No, yes, I get very passionate about things. Yo, uh, like, I, I ain't gonna stop you. You, like, I was supposed to hop in and say you're wrong. With the I was like, no, you're, you're you're frame for frame. You just you're. Let let your passion flow. Like I, I ain't gonna stop you with your passion. I just so, some things. I'm just like, oh, we talk about that this week. Oh, please let me uh have a handful of this because uh you, know. <laughs> you grab your put your whole hand in the jar. It's like all right. Oh, yeah, but I I do the same thing for no gimmicks needed wrestling, and I'm glad that Q flows watching so I can get him back on the on the on the crew. Oh, yeah, guy. we was arguing. Yo, we were arguing till like two in the morning. Yo, okay. Side note, <laughs> bro. No, I, it I said Q flow was arguing. No, swag, because you, you know about the Q flow arguments, right? Yeah. I'm like, this, this thing it, no okay. Which one was all. it? Was it the one where it's like, because it is, or what? <laughs> what you talking about? Like when you say, like, well, why is it because it is? Like, no, no, I was having a legit argument. Oh, what? Okay. Don't try to downplay my. Q-Flo, I, Q-Flo. You do have, you know, you do have your arguments. No, this when you one literally say because it is. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's me being petty, but this one was a legit <laughs> argument. And they this acting man, like I'm crazy. This it kinda this man argue <laughs> till nine o'clock the next morning. I'm like, yo, it was so bad to the point. My wife was like, I'm about to call, I'm about to call somebody and tell them to go to sleep. <laughs> I was <just> like, <laughs> I said <laughs> Oh, oh still- well, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I thought you were arguing about I thought you were about to like get on me about what I was arguing about. No, no yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Mean, I, I, mean, I didn't think you argue, was, after a while, I was just like I, I, I didn't know it was going to keep. I didn't know it was going to keep going though. I'm saying like, yo, it's two in the morning. We're still doing this. All right, fine. I ain't backing you down. Your, your text was the only one coming through. Really? Prom? I was, I was, I was like, I had, to, I got to respond to this because, because uh, <laughs> I'm like, this prom because prom was arguing with me the whole time. Most of it, most of it. What's an argue? Yeah. 
with prime like okay not not arguing but debating he was debating with <laughs> what, me what's a, what's a debate with prime like <laughs> it's a it's a regular debate it was a regular but you know it was a regular debate but he y'all act, y'all acting like i was i was being crazy like what no no you, you <laughs> want to be you, you, you you must be crazy. I was just like, but you gotta understand how Russell. It was it, it was late. Yeah, it was late. That's fair. That's okay. fair. But you guys also find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter and see place number two B. All right, you can find us. Uh, yeah, make sure you subscribe to Nerd Collision Studios and Nerd Collision Level Up. Uh, Almost done, Sad Boy, and then Little Nightmares Two, which I am so excited to play. And then so not go play Avengers, huh? Bro, that game is so bad. It's like <laughs> you have no. What, what, have you played Avengers since? Who me? Yeah, I I haven't poured over my PS5 yet. I haven't poured over yet. Stuttered. I I I I just. <laughs> I, I have not poured it over to my PS5 yet. I yeah. Look, when Black Panther comes out. I will play all the DLC. Until then, this thing looks god awfully boring. It looks so boring. I even tried to replay the story again. And I was trying to think of moments like, man, do I want to play that part again? Everything with the Hulk. No. So freaking bad. But I will be playing a sports game, uh, Captain Subasa: Rise of the New Champions, uh, the soccer game. So I'm not surprised. <laughs> It's anime soccer. I'm weak, okay? I'm about to say, I'm not surprised. I'm shocked. Like, actually, Q's brought this up. I'm shocked there's not a Coracle's basketball game. Honestly. So, you're not going to dust off? So, you're going to dust off the Switch? Yeah, dust off the Switch. What you want on the Switch? I thought you were going to play the soccer game on the Switch. No. (laughs) No, I would not play that game on the Switch. Uh, oh god! Okay, look, you, you look. I admire, I admire how no, you much don't. you ride for the switch. Yes, I do. I admire how much you ride for the switch. That ain't me. <laughs> that ain't me. If I am able to play my game on a much better quality system, I will play it on that much better quality system. Yeah. And you're probably going to say you just got to wait for the Switch Pro. The Switch Pro is never coming out at this point. You want to put a bet on it? We have a better chance of Nintendo getting better online than a Switch Pro coming out by the end of this year. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Yo, what? Q, if, if yes, you sir. see a Switch Pro next week, uh, I'm going to need you to call me and check on me because my uh, house got hit with a bomb of I told you so from Mr. a and <laughs> Hey, look. <laughs> hey, 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 Q Flow. Yes, all sir. I know is my resume says Black Adam and Hydro Man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he got you there. My resume, <laughs> you. my resume said one time watching a wrestling event and calling the triple threat match. That that was your battle with Q. I'm talking about when they came no, to no, yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. you. You denied me too. 
Oh, but you know, but I gave you your flowers. You, 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 you the only one that has a problem going to the flower store and picking out the flowers and giving them to somebody. I gave you, I gave you a Hydro Man pop figure. It took you six months to because talk. I, it I'm was nowhere to be in stock. We went to a convention. I hey, saw it as soon there. as I saw it at the convention. I bought it. Nerd Coalition fans, y'all gotta subscribe to the Patreon for this. This Patreon work right <laughs> here. <laughs> Overtime. This Patreon work. This is what we do. This what this what we do when we log off and we tell y'all good night. This is all Patreon work. Y'all gotta sign up, man. You right. Five dollars get you the nerdgasm packet. You get the behind the scenes and the in the overtimes. That's what we do when we when we hang up. All I know is <laughs> a Switch Pro is announced that I told you so is coming from Planet Krypton onto my forehead. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not Bro, even, I'm not gonna He's gonna text. hit you I'm with I'm what's one of text. what's one of Shazam's uh powers, the the strength of Hercules. Like you're the strongest. Hitting that text all, button. All I'm saying <laughs> is, 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 people doubted Black Adam and when they doubted Hydra Man, that's all I'm saying. That's all I said. This is, so, 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 what did, the yo, he, called, he called the Hydro Man from like two courts. Like, like, I called the Hydro Man when I see Spider Man soaking water in a screenshot. I said, no, Oh, it's Hydro Man. It was, it was, it's, bef- it was before that. You was like, Yo, I would love if Hydro Man just be in the Spider Man. It you was before crazy. the second one. I was like, Who I never even Hydro heard of. I never even heard of Hydro Man until Miss no Danny brought it up. No one cares except for him. <laughs> no one cares for Hydro Man except for him. He, and it's hey so man, he got it. Yo, Hydro Man was good in the animated series, man. How y'all and gonna it, sleep on more than And not only that, but they even gave him the lore of the movie. Like, they didn't give anyone else the lore. They didn't give Multi Man the lore. They gave him, like, his name is Morris Beach. I was like, y'all just did that to rub that in my face. <laughs> y'all just did that to rub that in my face. I feel like Mr. a and wrote a very personal letter. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm not asking for much. Just Hydro Man. He don't even got a win. Just call him Morris Beach twice and, and thank you. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Okay, <laughs> he was pissed. <laughs> if um, oh man, if a Switch Pro gets announced next week, you can find me in the casket. That that's because <laughs> 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 this this is going to be the end of my career. I'm just going to be. Are we point. are we supposed to get something from Nintendo next week? We or... better. I swear, if we get a Switch Pro, I'm going to be heated. <laughs> I will be heated. <laughs> like, and it's just they kind of they well yeah Nintendo kind of under fire though because um a lot of people are getting their uh Monster Hunter switches uh their switch orders canceled not the game the actual like system and the controllers and all that Mm. it's the PS5 thing going on so I don't know who knows well we'll figure that out (laughs) <laughs> Until then, the extended clip, man. Yeah. The extended <laughs> clip. Q flow, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc
Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. 